Welcome to Pods Like Us. I'm Martin Quibone, known to my friends as Marv, and this time I'm speaking with Alex and Jacob from What's Your Spaghetti Policy? Hey guys, thanks for speaking with me today. How is it on the East Coast? It's hot. I love it. It's great, honestly. You know, the weather's nice today. It's a nice, balmy 85 degrees outside right now, so it's too hot. We Where we are, it's very humid, and Jacob and I both... We, we clash on what we like as far as temperature is concerned. The colder, the better for me. The hotter, the better for him. So, you know, I should say, though, um, you have achieved a feat that most people have not. You have Jacob. You were able to snag him in because he is he's an enigma. He's hard to he's hard to nail down sometimes. And most of the time, anytime we do podcasts of our podcast, he's not. So, you know, you've hit the jackpot today. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. I don't know. We'll just wait. We'll just wait. It's all good. We'll wait. Knock the cameras off, guys. Okay. What now? Yeah. Let's knock the cameras off. Sorry. Turn the camera off. Yeah. No, it's all good. I like this better. Not, not, not stretching. Yeah, we're all in darkness it's nice. now. Yeah, it's mysterious. Yeah, I'm gonna go all, pop my all, shirt off. All my <laughs> socks too. That'd be nice. Real quick, I did want <laughs> to say that just to get into the mood, I got me some Walker's biscuits. That sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have some friends over in the UK. I've I've got a bakewell tart and a cup of Earl Grey tea. All right. I'm not a big tea person. I love coffee uh, though. Dude, I love tea so much, man. Earl Grey is pretty solid. I've I I get it at Pan, uh, Panera whenever we go. It's a little what would you consider? It's a everybody has Panera, right? I don't know. It's overpriced hospital food. You know, a band I used to be in, we used to have this thing where every week we'd get together for at a, at a at a cafeteria and we used to just catch up with each other, you know, outside of the rehearsal, but just in general, catch up with each other there with a pot of, uh, well, two pots actually of, of Earl Grey tea while we're there. And that's where we mm-hmm. used to have like our, you know, meeting outside of the rehearsals. Right. That sounds delicious. That sounds like a good time. We need to do that more often. Yeah, because y- you know, yeah, when you're in a rehearsal situation or a recording situation, things can get a bit tough in bands, and you know, it can come to blows at times. Whereas in a, in a cafeteria with a pot of tea, it's different. Right. I talk to Jacob every day, so. I don't need to have tea with them. Why not, man? It'd be fun. They just hang out, <laughs> have a cup of tea, just relax, let the uh, world flow by us. It'd be sick. That's what it does, anyways. 
you actually record together at some any point, or is it always always done yes. remotely? So we used to always record together in person, and then obviously the pandemic hit, so then we went remote for a while, and then as the pandemic sort of tapered off a little bit we got back and then he moved further he moved it's like you know it used to be like a 15 I minute drive and 15 minutes farther away and yes so it's an additional <laughs> 15 so it's 30 minutes he's a slow driver it takes him forever to get here um and then we were just like you know what like it, we're such a well-oiled machine at this point and then after episode 200 we decided like you know let's just do it it's so much easier and more convenient for us just to do it this way and you don't really the way we do it, you don't really gain or lose any sort of quality audio or anything like that. So we've just, you know, the last I don't know, 10 episodes, the last 15 episodes, probably 14 were done remotely DLC, anyways. Yeah. So so it doesn't matter. I mean, it's it's, you know, but I see him outside of the podcast. So. So, so Jacob, you 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 would be the perfect driver for Miss Daisy then, would you? Oh yeah, no, I love to I love to go uh safe speeds a lot of the time. Uh I've ridden with Alex in a car. Uh and it's <laughs> you kind of just have to to just assume that if you're gonna die, this is the moment you're gonna die and just kind of relax and let go and just ride oh, along. It's not you know? that bad. And uh, you know, the cursing is complimentary, it comes with a drive, it's great. Uh and we just we yell at drivers together, it's fun. So I just like to relax and take my time, you know, just really enjoy the world around me. I don't know how it is over there for you, but over here, people just have a general lack of awareness and they just don't give a shit about anybody else. And so they just are just the worst drivers in the world. Everyone says that where they live, but I I, I feel like where we are, it's we can give it a, a, at least a top five in the world worst places. <laughs> Trust me, I drive for a living. I, I come across some absolute as we would say in the UK, morons on the road. Oh yeah, we've got those. <laughs> one of them, one of them is over here on in the podcast. <laughs> nah, nah. I like to take my time, be safe about it. Uh, great. Don't you find sometimes though that when you when you you know if if you're not got to be somewhere or it's just you know you're going out for the sake of going out to get away from it all, sometimes it's nice to just get in the car and have a steady drive and almost just go anywhere that's, you know, just go, do you know what? I'm going to go out and that sort of thing. I, yeah. I Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go first. I asked the <laughs> last question. I don't have that luxury to, <laughs> to be able to do that, but also like in that sense, the, the, with how bad people are at driving around here, they're going to ruin your vibe. Like that. You can't just, go and chill and go at your own pace because someone inevitably is going to ruin your vibe and and, and make the anger come out they're going to cut you off they're almost going to hit you they're, they're you're going to miss a red light because they were too busy on their phone w whatever like even if you don't have somewhere to be someone's going to ruin your vibe here <laughs> such, such a californian answer that's me told uh, i just I, I mean i just like to relax you know like i i, I always try to approach I, I do get mad at other drivers for sure but it's a split second like two three seconds of yelling at them cursing at them if my kids aren't in the car uh and then just kind of like after that i kind of forget about it i don't really like i'm never Jacob's gonna see that very non-confrontational though whereas i am the exact opposite i'll tell somebody they're a moron 
Jacob will be like, yeah, 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 this is totally fine. And then he'll, when they leave, I mean, he'll I'm, tell them they're moral. I'm just going to hang out. Dude. I'm never going to see that person again. There's no reason in getting my blood pressure up for their sake. You know, Armour New York, dude. <laughs> but therein lies a good thing that I've noticed. I mean, I've only listened to a couple of episodes so far, but th- there's, there's that magic there between you both that is, I, to me personally, the great thing about podcasts that have more than one person in where there are similarities sure but it's it's the little differences between people that present a show and in 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 friendships that caught that create that interest essentially it's like when i'm listening it's like i'm listening to friends chatting with each other oh yeah that's that's beautiful way of explaining it by the way that is essentially how this whole thing sort of started right yep um i i tend to go on diatribes and i tend to talk a lot that's obviously that's why i started a podcast right i had had a podcast previously and then for for various reasons like you said like it's hard to sit there and talk to yourself a lot and so with my first podcast i just ran out of people i didn't have anybody to like talk to whatever and that was you know that was over a decade ago and then jacob and i were working together and I I gravitate towards people that I think are very interesting. Yeah. And I mean, Jacob is an oddball. He is. But like, I think it's a good thing. Like, it, I don't mean that in a negative connotation. I think that he's very unique in nature. And I just as, as we started talking, I was like, bro, 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 like we should start a podcast. And like Jacob is kind of reserved and kind of like shy. to commit to things. Well, right? that, there's that, but he's also not very good at. Kind of commitment is one thing, but talking in general, and he's he he will even admit that like in doing this, he's been more comfortable in his skin, more comfortable in in sort of talking and the friends that we've made along the way and sort of things like that. Yeah. Um, but like he just like I was like I, I I was like I think you're very interesting, and I think that some and like the thing about Jacob is it's not a bit like he'll say literally some of the most off the wall things and you're thinking oh this is just like for laughs but it's a genuine thought that comes out of his head and so i was like i can exploit this jokingly but i was like i think i i deemed i thought that he was interesting enough that i was like i think other people will also find him interesting which then i inflated his his ego and i mean we were going to do episode depending on when this drops it'll be like two episode 205 so that tells you all you need to know there. Um, But as time has gone, and we've also never missed a week. We started doing this uh, in July of 2019 and we have never missed a week of an uh, episodes we've done. At least there's been times where he's been gone and I've gotten a guest host and, um, but we have never missed a week when it comes to releasing. Uh, And, and over time it became like this commitment thing where it's like, okay, every every Wednesday, whatever, yada, yada. Sometimes we have to adjust it and record like to, to accommodate other guests and stuff like that. But it's not even like an obligation anymore. It is a scheduled time of friendship is basically how we look at it to where even though we talk every day, every, every like, like throughout the day, we still have this time every week that regardless of what happens, we're going to hang out for an hour. We're going to shoot the shit. We're going to talk about some dumb stuff. And 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 that's that's pretty much what has happened because I never wanted to in terms of like, okay, here's 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 a nickel's worth of free advice, right? I never wanted to do a podcast that would corner us into a specific niche because you know, 
you, you, and it's fine if people do that. But for us, it's like, we like a lot of things and I don't want to be pigeonholed into like, well, we always got to talk about A, B and C. We can talk about A through Z, right? And so it's just, I love conversation. I love just just like sitting down and talking to somebody. Here's another thing people don't know. If you've never listened to our episode, it is one take. There are no cuts. There are no stoppage. It's one take from the moment we hit record to the moment we're done. There's no breaks. There's nothing. And it's, it's free flowing. We have topics, we have like outlines and stuff like that. But the whole thing is just to interweave this, this conversation. Like it's like you and your friends are sitting down and the vibe is that, okay, like you said, it's, it's two friends hanging out. And I just wanted to do a podcast that I would listen to because Ultimately, this is a self-serving thing because if you're doing, yeah, you want people to listen to your podcast, but you want ultimately to be satisfied with what you're doing. And we joke all the time. It's like, you know, yeah, sure. We would love a bunch of listeners and, and the more people, the better. But at the end of the day, like the reason we still do this every week is because we genuinely enjoy doing it every week. So. And, uh, and yeah, and uh, we don't have like any intentions of stopping at the moment uh, because again, like since we do it, basically if we do this for ourselves more than anything, uh, I don't think we really like plan on changing the, the format. Even if we got famous, I think it'd still be one of those things where now I'm anxious every single episode, but <laughs> uh, we're still going to say the dumb stuff. We're still going to like hang out and relax and just shoot the shit, you know? So we did change it a little bit on 200 where, after it was 199 episodes essentially of just me and Jacob. I mean, pretty much if you'd listened from the beginning, we have exhausted our opinions on everything. Um, and there's like no real new stories to tell. Um, so with 200, we sort of introduced a little bit of a change just to kind of like freshen up the the pot a little bit. And we have a rotating third chair where we get someone, we don't consider them a guest. We consider them a guest host yeah. and they come in and there's, that's why it's like a, like a low form of commitment where you only have to be here once. You only have to show up one week and we'll get somebody else the next week. It also forces us to sort of go out of our realm of our inner circle of people. And we've used some of those and, you know, we've made a bunch of friends by doing this podcast that we, you know, but we're trying to also bring in new perspectives into the podcast because again our perspectives have been pretty much driven into the ground after 200 episodes and we still say the podcast is still relatively the same exact thing it's just now you have a third person's voice in there who maybe has a different perspective on something that we're talking about that normally it would just be me and jacob so wow it's all right you there was so much in there i mean you're explaining sorry <laughs> You, you, you've you've knocked out of the ballpark there the first four points of the, on the bullet point. <laughs> <laughs> well done, that man. Well, both. But um, yeah, so you've. I mean, really, you would both be talking with each, speaking with each other anyway, because you're both friends with each other. So essentially, why would it come come to an end anyhow? Because all this is essentially is just a more structured to a degree, version of the chats that you would both be having anyway. Exactly. Pretty much. Yeah, that's what we were that's what we we're going for. And like my take on why we started this is just because we really like Alex said, we wanted to like just have a podcast where it's just two two guys and like the listener could be considered the third friend who's coming to hang out and like join us on the couch and like just relax and listen to us rant and yell at each other. So 
Yeah, I, I mean, almost every. Oh, sorry. Well, no, I was just to say like we, we we've had guests, uh, you know, over the over the span of time, and almost everyone. I mean, you all you, you always have the obligatory like, hey, thanks for having me, but almost everybody that's ever been on the show has been like, man, that was a fun time. Like, there, like I I had a um, Jacob left for about a span of five weeks because he was having he wasn't, but his wife was having their second kid. I was having a child, and so, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I I I don't know if you are aware of who Danielle Sharp is. Yeah. Okay. So she had never done a podcast before. And mm-hmm. obviously there's, there's that inherent, like the nerves of, well, I don't know these people there is, well, in this case, it was me. I don't know this person. Um, and you're coming into like somebody else's show, but by, you can tell by the, from the beginning of the episode towards the end of the, you can tell that the, that she got much more comfortable being able to just, sit down and have a conversation like uh another one of our friends amy mallet um she used to live in london and she like we adore her and she just loves us and any t- it's never just like an hour long episode when she comes on it's always like two and a half hours because yeah. you just lose track of time because you're just having these great conversations with people um and so not to like you know pat ourselves on the back but we've always tried to make this a non like there's no pressure that's why it's like you don't want to have oh well here's all these bullet points and these things that we want to talk about it's just like hey man here's what like we might talk about just get yourself familiar with like these things but like if you've got if somebody comes on and they have like all these great stories to tell then by all means like tell these stories um just because like again like i i just i love conversation and i love shows about nothing which is also like the name what's your spaghetti policy came from the show always sunny in philadelphia and when we were trying to come up with a name we didn't want to go with the alex and jacob show we wanted something that was like the hell is this like, yeah. yeah like a sort of like if you know the show you understand the reference but then like in the very beginning we got people that thought it was an always sunny in philadelphia like like a review show, but literally it was just like a throwaway phrase in the show that we love. And that show is ultimately about nothing as well. Just sort of like Seinfeld. And we just like, okay, cool. Like we'll pick this. And then we sort of kind of turned that entire thing into our own, like amalgam of what, like we abbreviated wisp, like, like wisp and like our listeners are whispers and, and like sort of things. And like, you know, we, it's, I will say to Pat, to Pat Alex on the back too, is like also to the point of like, with guests and stuff alex is great at like making people feel comfortable as far as our, our guests and stuff like that and i'm not good at meeting people but he is by far the best person at meeting somebody new and like being able to find stuff to talk about and it's like he really does help bridge the gap between like guests and like making the show enjoyable but also he's like he's just really good at doing the podcast in general as far as like taking care of everything like i don't know if people know this about our show but he does literally everything and i just bring the, i bring the comedy uh but yeah he's he's it's a show is like a very well-oiled machine i think a lot of that credit goes to alex and then I, yeah so well you, to that point sorry to uh, that uh, point we've always we've always wanted it to be a conversation not an interrogation yeah yeah i was going to say i mean i mean um J- jacob uh, I, I found that doing this show over the time that I've done it, because I've been doing it since October of 2020, I think I've found Fine. that I'm a bit more open to people, even in my own life outside of the show now, where I used to be a bit introverted maybe, or a bit, well, insular, and, and a shy individual essentially. 
I think this show has made me a bit more open to being able to chat with people. Has it done the same thing for you? Oh yeah, I'd say so for sure. Uh, I, from time to time, I'll go back and listen to older episodes. Uh, and like, <laughs> it's uh, the first like 10 or 15 episodes. Like you can definitely tell that I'm reserved as far as like uh, what, what I should say. Nervous. Exactly. The first episode, especially like I hear the nerves in my voice, but uh, as we've went along and like kind of polished things out, I definitely feel like it's opened, it's opened me up as far as uh, being more communicable community. Okay. I still can't talk though. Speaking of which uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm more, <laughs> I, I would say not as introverted. I definitely like have my moments where like, I'd like to be at home and whatnot, but I do, I do. I don't feel as uncomfortable meeting new people now. Um, There's a comfortability and, that you didn't used to have that you have now. Yeah, there we go. You can tell Alex is the creative uh, writer, can't you? <laughs> yeah, he writes stuff. You know, he's he's good with words. He is. We'll like, get we'll I get like to that English language. <laughs> we'll get you. We'll get into. Oh, I love I love wordplay um, and and songwriting. Um, so, well, I mean, as, as much as I said about structure, essentially, what you do is, I'm guessing you have. Do you, do you sort of like both of you take notes of things that sort of like jump out at you and you think, oh, I'm going to have to mention this. Oh, I'm going to have to mention time. that. <laughs> all the time. Like, yeah, it's a, I would say that there there are slow weeks, obviously, uh, getting later on at the episodes, like like Alex said earlier, like we've we've obviously, like we've exhausted a lot of our, our, our personal opinions on things and like life stories and whatnot. Uh, so like nowadays it's a lot of the a lot of the time like we see something in the news and, and we we normally try to go for topics that would otherwise not be as talked about because you know mainstream media and whatnot yeah. uh so it every day is almost like just send like we find something that we see it's hilarious we'll send it to each other and be like yeah we definitely need to talk about this this week it'd be hilarious and so it's just like back and forth uh basically all week up until the episode uh we're sending in for like we're sending stuff back and forth to each other so and to piggyback off that, what the only real rule we had when we started it, because I mean, like, what was it, 2019? Um, and yeah, nothing was going on during that. There time was, either. you know, a big political, for lack of a better word, uprising, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and it was very polarizing depending on which side you were on. And it was just like, just exhausting. Like, even if you didn't give a shit. It was just exhausting to everything was just consumed by politics and just dumb stuff. And it's like, okay, well, like, let's not talk about politics. We're not going to bring talk about our feelings on, you know, a, a certain president or whatever. Let's, let's make this as inviting and like basically be able to turn your brain off and like talk about the dumb shit that doesn't get talked about where, you know, um, like we had this whole bit and uh, we have callbacks to older episodes, but I think one of the great things about the way our show is set up is that you don't necessarily have to listen to all 100, well, 205 episodes to enjoy it. Sure. If you have, there's like a callback to episode like 10 that we will randomly throw in there, but you know, we'll talk about stuff like, like the Hollywood meat party where there was this article that came out where they were trying to find Hollywood actor actors and actresses like DNA and making them into like sausages. And it was just like this whole thing. And where, you know, the, there was like a, um, 
a movie th- like company this, that wanted to to film something on on the moon and it was just yeah, like oh it was, like, just, it was very it was very much so a, like an elitist filled episode where, right <laughs> where they're but talking like, about yeah sending people to space like elites of, to space and that's the sort of things we talk about and what's funny enough is like we'll have it'll be a slow week and those turns out those turn out to be some of the most fun episodes because we just riff we just riff on something or something will trigger in your brain it'll be like oh my gosh you know this is funny one of my absolute favorite episodes is it's called the most relatable episode ever and i have not laughed so hard at myself and at jacob and it's literally we just talk about three things in the whole episode and it's my nightmare scenario of going to the doctor and just not being able to piss in a cup. Like I just couldn't do it. And like, it just becomes this whole nightmare situation that is so funny because if you can't laugh at yourself, you know, what's the point, but we try to be, we, we are not naive to think that we're like, we're like, Oh, our opinion is superior. No, like this is just, our opinions and you know we are relatable because we're just we're two dads we're in our 30s uh and we have the same sort of aggravations and emotions that everybody else has and we're not pretending to be people that we're not because at the end of the day no matter what i do in life for better or for worse and jacob can attest i try to be as authentic as possible i try to be me in every facet i don't let you know, oh, hey man, I listen to your podcast. Awesome, bro. That's 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 cool. Like, I don't try to be something I'm not. I've and I've always just sort of operated in that way to where like what you listen to is what you get. You either like it, but you're gonna or get, you yeah. don't. <laughs> I I am not gonna put on a facade for somebody's enjoyment. You are going to like me, or you are going to hate me. But but what you cannot question is that like I am me. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. more often than not, that does not work out because, you know, Jacob and I have two very drastic different personalities. But what's crazy is we work very well together and we mesh very well. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, essentially, I'm guessing then that you just sort of like have a basic idea of like little bullet like pop like you know you might go well we'll we'll talk about this and then that's it everything else that comes from that is made up on the spot so you might go uh like um one of the episodes from was it last year when you were talking about the 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 stupid situation with the uh the harley quinn cartoon and the batman (laughs) and you know and the whole batman you know going down on catwoman and all this that and the other yes Yes. And that, I'm just guessing that all you put was like Harley Quinn outrage over toys <laughs> or something as a note. And it just went from there. Yeah. Basically, so a lot of it, yeah. Yeah. A lot of that is like us just, it depends on who adds it to the outline. Yep. <laughs> like on the outline, a lot of the times I have my thoughts. Uh, like when I'm reading or researching stuff or whatever for the podcast, I'll have my thoughts then. And so, like, I, I, for for most of my stuff, I I can't remember my thoughts and feelings on a certain thing, uh, like on the spot, and so I'll write a lot of my what I have to say like down. But it's not it's not so much that I'm like rehearsing it off the paper as it is just like something to remind me of how I felt at that specific moment. But yeah, for most for the most part, like a lot of it's just us putting topics on the outline, maybe having like a line or two about like a t a TLDR too long didn't read, 
yeah. uh, of like what the article is about and we'll go from there. So, uh, but yeah, like a lot of our, I think our best bits are, are us just like a random word will trigger like, like a, a 10 minute long diatribe, but we're just back and forth, either, either riffing on something, or I have an opinion uh, about something that Alex doesn't necessarily agree with, or he has an opinion on something that I don't necessarily agree with. And we just go back and forth from there. Uh, each episode, you just don't know what you're going to get with it. Like we could, uh, there, I remember several times where there's like, like this big article that's out there, you know, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's making jokes about it. And like, we'll bring it up. And one of us will mention something random about it. And then we'll take a complete left turn and start talking about that thing and completely forget to go back to the article yep. that yep. it was all originally about. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do in episodes is when we have a lot of times I'll play devil's advocate and make Jacob defend his argument, even though I also agree with the general basis of his argument that he's making. And I love to get him to try to flip. And it doesn't take much. He'll be like, yeah, yeah, you know what? You're right. Because <laughs> he just like either A, loses inches or B, doesn't actually care. I do get to the point where I stop, I stop caring about something. Like I'm not willing to fight anymore for it. You can call me a coward or whatever you want. But I I know where my time should be spent and it's not sitting here arguing about something. So I'm just like, you know what? That's fine. You can have that. You win. You win this one. You, you mentioned in the same episode, you mentioned Diablo 4, the game as well, which jumped out at me because Diablo 2 is one of my favorite games. Uh, I should yeah. even know we talked about it back then. Jeez. Yeah, that's probably when they announced it on that episode. Yeah. Oh, man. And it's out now. It is. But uh, <laughs> Wow. About time. But what was I going to say? I mean, it's... I mean, I, I take notes of these shows, as you've probably noticed from, from the blog that I put out, and it's... It's one of those shows where you'll, you'll mention so many things in passing. It's almost like, st stop listening, got to take note of this. Oh, crap, they've mentioned something else. Bloody hell, they've mentioned something else. Can they slow the down? Yeah, we do that. That's probably me, though, because, I again, I'm always trying to keep at least uh, – we say we have no structure, but we do have structure, and we always try to keep – or me – I try to keep the show on the tracks of some some point so that it's not this like gigantic train wreck. Oh god, every episode would be two hours long if like we didn't have that train right. track put down. And yeah, it'd be bad. I I have become increasingly better at transitioning from one story to the another, and you don't. And it, it like again, we don't we don't stop and hey, let's talk about this now. Like it's literally like just going from point to point to point to point. Uh, as a conversation would go, because I mean, I know there are times in life where you're talking to somebody and you're like, you end the conversation and that's awkward. Right. Like, and then like, you have like five minutes of like, Hey, like you're standing at the water cooler and it's like, Oh, by the way, you know? And so it's just, I don't know. I, I can't imagine. Like I see people all the time talking about how hard it is to edit a podcast. And I'm just like, can't relate. Don't know what that is. I mean, I throw, I throw an, uh, our intro in there and then that's, that's about it. <laughs> But um, so top topics. So it's just basically whatever whatever you've noticed in the week week leading up to it. Because I mean, I, I get the impression that they're not recorded too far ahead from uh, from release. We record on Wednesdays and we release on Fridays. But what's funny is almost 
80% of the time, something big happens on a Thursday, something that like we were, we are dying to talk about. And then we end up having to talk about it a week later where like, or we just you know, forget and don't talk we just about forget. It but yeah. like a lot of times it's like, Oh, of course this comes out after we record, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, up until, you know, right before we record, we're still looking, you know, it's just some, some sort of, like, we just talked like last week, we spent like 25 minutes talking about, uh, orcas and how they're apparently, there's this uprising and they're learning how to ram boats uh in gibraltar and it's like okay and then so like on its basis like okay that's neat and then like we spend an entire 20 minutes with this like fictional situation about like what would happen if you actually got you know like you know and just like we just go on these rants and diatribes and um shout out to amy again who said that like our Cause like we've got quite a few listeners over in the UK and she said like the, maybe one of the reasons why is because it's very much reminiscent of you and your friends hanging out in a pub, just yeah. like talking about nothing. Right. And just talking about nonsense and like the, the art of conversation and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Again, it brings me back to being in a band and most of our time was spent talking about crap and not actually having anything to do with the music. Right. That, that's friendship for you. Mm-hmm. So you, you mentioned so 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 where did you get the music from then? Is that one one of yourselves? No, I. So we had. If you've listened, I don't know. You've listened to a couple episodes, so you know it's like you listen. You went back and listened to the first one, which I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> that that first one was just like I think a, a royalty free pulled off like YouTube, and I was like fine, whatever, because we were just trying to like throw things together. And then once we sort of started getting to the 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 flow of how the show was going to work and stuff like that we changed it up at the beginning of 2020 and we we found this guy named albie robles um and he's a voice actor and he did the voiceover for us and i just found another royalty free song that i could that best fit that phrase like i I got the phrase first which i i wrote i wrote the intro and he just recorded it and i found something that would i could piece it together and and it just, it worked out well. Um, I have a, we have another listener. His name's Jim, Jim Plum. Shout out to him. Uh, he's actually in the UK too. He does a lot of our, like, like our new thing is we do a, a weekly top five every week. And so he's done those. Um, we did for a, like, anytime there's like a, like a segment, if you will, like we'll throw segments in there occasionally. Um, he's done those. He's done a lot of our sounds for us. He just send, he'll make them, send them to me and we, we just throw them in there. Um, but yeah, it's just royalty free stuff. That's the weirdest thing ever because Jim Plum is a friend of mine. No way. Yeah. He's been That's on so the show. Cool. That's no. so great. I love yeah. Jim. He's been on the show. Shout out. That's awesome. Small um, world. Yeah. We've done gigs in the same places as well. I was going to say, you said, wow. you said music, you said you had to deal with music or whatever. And I was like, I feel like, I feel like he would know Jim. Well, you know, more than three people do music there, Jacob. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I don't know a whole lot about the UK, but I, I assumed that they had like the music was like you know. I, I can't. I, I can't wait to tell him. But I'm we're, him we're within now. fifteen to twenty minute, you know, drive from each other. If that. That's so great, man. Jim's a great guy. I love Jim. He's a, he's such a he. He hopped on uh, when we did uh, our first ever like. Uh, weekly weird um which is like a segment that i do occasionally whatever i feel the name weekly weird is very ironic but he popped on there and he did uh one of the stories about uk and their bridge where the dogs uh they jump off of it so that was pretty cool yeah 
He also takes part in the Knots Rock cast as well. Yep. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember what the other name of his is. Is it The Beard and the Ponytail? I believe so, yes. Yep, that's the other yes, show that he does. Yep. That's awesome. Shout out to Jim. And the uh, the show logo is great. I mean, I've done a really bad version of it on the notes. Uh, but, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, the fork with the spaghetti in it and... Yeah, yeah. It's so great. it's funny. I don't know if you've seen our new logo. The actual, I mean, that logo that you're referencing was only the logo for like four months because I knew somebody who I had went to high school with who was in into like you know digital arts and stuff like that. And so they threw it together for us. And it, I mean, it looks like a podcasting uh, logo. It's a great but then logo. we wanted, like but we wanted uh, an actual like mascot. I guess if you will. And so I had this idea of a like a spaghetti monster or a kraken of some sort. And so if you the new logo, the one that is most notable for what we are, it's a microphone with a pair of headphones on it and in, the tentacles are noodles. And it kind of fits in with the whole thing. So it's I I love that logo and it was a, a friend of a friend. Her name was Brittany Moore. Um and she did it for us and it has been I mean, it's it's it, it's eye catching. And if you really look at it, you're like, oh, his eyes are meatballs. And, you know, he's got it's it's one of the best logos. And I know that it's like I'm partial, but I think it is an amazing logo. That is super. That is great. But the other one is the one that shows on your on your on your show. It's Apple. For Apple. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Yes. And I can't get it changed. I've tried for years to get it changed. And I then I just gave up. I still like the OG logo, though. I got to I have one of our shirts from it. And it's. I don't know. It's one of my favorites. Just because it's like it was uh, the logo that like kind of like started with it with it all or whatever. So the new logo, it's like something that you know, probably showing me age here again. Uh, it's probably like something you know that the discover on Sequest DSV. <laughs> yes, I had. To, I was like, wait a minute. I don't know what that is, but I do know what that is. I got you. What you were saying though, you know, about that chatting. Uh, my my other half, um, she took part in her first purposeful being on a podcast last week she was on review it yourself with sean okay and so um she well because i well actually take it back we watched a film for the stew world order which is a comic book related show yeah so we watched a film for that which we then had to review and i said to louise i said well you've watched it and you took notes as well you might as well be on it if you want to with me and she you know eventually she sort of gave me yeah all right yeah i'll, I'll do that and then she enjoyed it so much. She says, oh, can can I be on? Is there anything else set up for tonight? So I talked to Sean and Sean says, yeah, well, yeah, all right. We'll have a, I'll have a talk with Louise. And then that ended up being over three hours of chat. It's a, like, yeah. it's you know, it. yeah, just sitting there talking. It's yep. it's free therapy, too, right? Like we deal a lot over here with, you know, mental health and stuff like that. And I think that the more people realize just talking is just like so therapeutic and like almost every, like even like when we do an episode and one of us is in a bad mood for whatever reason. And like, we get done like those problems, whatever your, whatever your ailing problem was, it kind of doesn't necessarily goes away, but like your mood, like just changes. Yeah. And we almost every episode that we're done, we're like, damn, that was a good time. Damn. I needed that, you know? And it's just, it's free therapy, man. And even if like, you know, as far as how about this, how about advice, two things, make a podcast that you, that you yourself would want to listen to. Yep. Don't worry about people who listen. Don't worry about sponsorships. Don't worry about listeners. Cause that stuff will drive you absolutely mental. 
and just do it right because the, the beauty of podcasting is that anybody can do it there's still a relatively low barrier of entry you just need a microphone uh pay for a somewhere to put it and and that's a and, and a recording program and audacity is free if you want to use it you can do zoom whatever you want to do and just talking and sometimes talking into the void can just help you so much and put you in a better mind space it's it's crazy it's crazy how as a society not to get deep. Sometimes we do get real deep on our podcast too. It's not all just like silly, dumb stuff. Um, it, it, <laughs> I mean, it mostly is, but we try to interweave it all. It's just crazy how as a society, we've lost the ability to like have differencing of opinions, but also just having the ability to talk, right? Because so many people are like, in, in you know, case in point, people in here, not everyone is gifted with the ability to just like talk. Some people are just, they, they come out of the womb and they're like ready to talk and they can stand in front of a crowd of 30,000 people, no problems as opposed to like some people can't even talk to like a group of five and the more you do something right. Repetition makes you better. Yep. Um, like you also just learn, like you said, like you both said, you just, you learn how to to talk to people. You learn how to navigate conversations. You learn um, do, like, do I actually care about this thing that everybody else cares about? Or is it just something that like I'm told to care about because it's in the zeitgeist of things that everyone else seemingly cares about. And then what you realize, especially with us is that like, we don't actually care about a lot. <laughs> that sounds bad. We don't actually care about a lot of the things that people deem all oh, you, this is the big thing. Like, cause the way the news cycles work is like, it's every, every, you know, it's just like, here you go, here's the thing. And then like, we move on. Right. And so just being able to slow down and have conversations and like live in the moment and just like, learning about people learning about like we've literally never met before we did this yeah. and like it's i mean it's been great i mean and we're just sitting here just like shooting the shit and it's like one of my favorite things to do in the world is just to just to sit down and have a gab with somebody yep i like the i like the use of the word have a gab there that was great <laughs> <laughs> you listen to a lot of british people then saying gab or is it a word I, over there uh, it's not a no it's not a word um i like i said i have i have friends over there so I'm I'm a I'm a much more well cultured person than Jacob is. I get out <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> is this the being bitchy Jacob show? Yeah, well, that's yeah. every episode. It could happen, yeah, sometimes, but it's all right. Since since Alex has already gone on to point number twelve of the podcast advice, <laughs> go on, Jacob. What would you suggest to people about podcast before we carry on with? the main show that's that's fair yeah um i would say my advice is just like like what i do and just have a good time uh recording uh i think um with a lot of our the way that kind of i don't know how it is in the uk but like u.s culture is very much so like youtube tiktok you see all these people who are on there uh twitch is another service that we have here i, I think it's yeah it's everywhere never mind um <laughs> see I, don't what I, mean? I mean i don't know things yeah. but uh yeah like there's a there's this idea that oh all i've got to do is like sit in front of a microphone and and talk for an hour or two hours uh and post it online and i'm gonna i'm gonna be able to eventually make a living off of it whereas i've i'm kind of the opposite in how i feel about it i do this more so uh just to one like like a therapeutic means of like getting creativity out there out of me and and just into the world but two just like to have a good time i'm not i think that you can get lost in it sitting there worrying about the numbers uh worrying about like how many listens do i have this week how many downloads do i have this week and so uh, my advice would be just to like 
if you're not going to do this for your own sake and have fun, if you're looking to like make a living off of doing something like this, is that, is that an option? Yeah, sure. Uh, a lot of the times the people who are making livings off of this have come preloaded with an audience or a fan base, uh, case in point, it's like the always sunny podcast. Love the guys. Don't get me wrong, but, uh, you're not the, the idea is that like, Oh, well I can just start a podcast and be at that level whenever in reality, like that's not going to happen if it does happen and it's not going to be for a while. Uh, and so like, my i guess my ultimate advice is just you know lower your expectations <laughs> is, that, is that a nice thing to say lower the expectations you have for success and kind of uh make your make the success your own point of view and not like some arbitrary number of like oh well i'll be successful whenever i start making my first dollar off of doing this just just have a good time with it you know don't don't do this for money <laughs> yeah. i guess at the end of the day i, I don't know don't start a podcast and suddenly give up your day job or night job. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you can certainly try that. It might not work out well. Uh, you, you might you might be eaten out of a trash can. Right. Yeah. But, but some of the best food I've ever had has been out of a trash can. So. You know, that, that I don't know how to respond to that one, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to let it sit there because uh I don't know if you know this, but Jacob is um, infamous in our circles because he eats cereal in the shower. I thought you were going to say like Jacob is a raccoon. Cereal. Yeah, he is a raccoon. Um, but his one of the, in the one of the very few like first episodes, and it has still to this day is still talked about. He eats a bowl of cereal with milk in a shower. I mean, okay. So when you say it like that, it's like you make it sound like I do it every single day. You know, it's supposed to be a celebrated event. You just got done mowing the lawn. You're really hot. And so you just like, you're like, you want to combine two things to save time. And so you just hop in the shower. You got your bowl of cereal. It's a nice contrast. All right. You've got the cold milk and the cereal, like you're eating it. You got the hot water on your back. It makes sense when you try it. All right. It sounds weird. We've had people try it and they said it's awful. They don't. That's because they're doing it wrong. Okay. (laughs) Okay. See, and this is how it goes. It's everybody else's fault except for Jacob. No, I know how to enjoy it. All right. That's their fault, but they're not enjoying it. <laughs> now, now I, I've, I've got a suggestion here, but it might it might be tricky to do. You, you ready, Jacob? You ready? Okay. All right. So it it might con it might contain a bit of plumbing work needed. Okay. Oh. Oh Okay. I do like a DIY project. So so if you could rework it, that your shower lets out warm milk instead your your cereal is being constantly topped up by warm milk as you're bathing yourself in milk Ugh. i mean i mean it works with porridge i don't know i i i think that the the whole concept of like eating cereal in the shower is like you have to have the cold milk though so i think because like warm milk's gonna put me to sleep i feel like so it's the contrast the, the warm yeah, I, I but it's I think like a, a lot it's of like people a get beer lost. in a hot shower. I don't yeah, know a lot of people get that. lost in thinking that like, oh, well, how do you eat the cereal? And it's like, well, you just you got to turn your back, have your have the shower hitting your back, all right, and yeah. then you have to have the bowl of cereal in front of you. You can't be like a monster and 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 have the bowl in front of you while the water's hitting you in the face and then also dribbling off your face into the bowl. Like, no, that's gonna that's gonna result in a bad bowl of cereal. You gotta you gotta go. Don't get the water in the cereal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
No. Now, where, where to go out from that? Where to go from that? I mean, would would you say that that's one of your standout shows, or 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 the shows that stand out more than the one about the eating cereal in the shower? Well, I I don't know because like what I deem as like oh this is a good episode are ones that like don't hit, but ones that I'm like that ah, that was an okay one. People that listen to the show find like like you said like they'll find little things. And like big, oh my gosh, that was so funny. Or like, I love how passive aggressive this, this, like you said this thing to Jacob and like, it just totally went over his head and he's oblivious to what you said. And so it, I, I don't know, like asking me what the best episode of the show is, is I, I don't know. I, it's a double-edged sword. Cause I like the ones with the guests. I also like my, if, if I had to do one that doesn't include guests, it's probably the most relatable episode ever just because it's, it just makes me laugh anytime I'm ha- is, is this weird as this sounds anytime I'm having like a really bad day and I'm like in a really bad mood I'll throw that episode on and listen to how like just mortified I am at being at the doctor's office not being able to piss in a cup I just it's like the, I, I just it's the funniest it, I, thing yeah it's, it's really so funny. funny like I just and like and it, things just get exacerbated because like then I get in my own head that I can't pee in this cup and then I've got to go to the bathroom bathroom and then like it's quiet and like I'm uncomfortable and like I'm sweating and like I know that like the doctor or the nurse is like waiting on me to pee and I can't leave until I piss in this cup and it just becomes like a thing on top of thing on top of thing and it is so funny it is like I mean I was we were crying the both of us were crying laughing at just how awful my situation was and uh so like I don't know, but that's that's also my my one of my favorites, the most yeah. relatable episode ever. Very first Halloween one, yeah. yeah I'm the, I'm yeah. telling real life things that have happened to me that are unexplainable, not necessarily ghosts, but just things that have happened to me. It was a very early episode, um, but like just unexplainable things that happened to me personally, and Jacob was on the edge of his seat the whole time. God, so good, You're, he's such a good storyteller. Alex is a really good storyteller. I don't I'm, know if I'm a good storyteller, but I have the ability to fill in details with diatribes. I'm not good at it. <laughs> I also like podcast me, Daddy. That was another episode, just because I think we unironically used the word Daddy several times, and it started off as like something that we absolutely hated. You hate by the ep- end of the episode. I absolutely still hate the the using the term daddy like in any kind of means other than like your kid calling you dad. Uh, what he means is like weird. if he's watching I can't, I can't like you know a pornography it. film and they use daddy, it's just weird and ironically, it's, and he doesn't like yeah. it. And then so once, but see the thing about Jacob is once he lets something like that out in the wild, everybody that listens to the show will then bombard him and troll him to death about it till he likes it, and then he just like accepts defeat. Well, J- Jacob has put himself down there, but he has wonderfully transitioned to, uh, you know, explaining about your being a good writer. So another reason why we're chatting is, and we, we saw it on the video, we, we saw it on the, you know, Jacob's got some of the art for this in the background. Uh, of a no, comic. I, I do. Yeah, Alex. You do. That's good. <laughs> yep, you've got, you've got some great artwork from this comic book that you're re- working on, Polar Destroyer. Which looks, yes. looks fabulous. I, I love the uh, the polar bear. That's, that's a great polar bear <laughs> that you've done there. And um, yeah, it's not ni- nice. You nice outfit. So go on then. Explain to people what polar destroyer is. In short, uh, polar destroyer is about this anthropomorphic polar bear. In this world, there are no humans, right? Um, 
animals can talk they can they they walk around they 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 inherit the earth um and so they're the kings of the north right and so the penguins have always been sort of fodder for the for the polar bears and um everybody has access to technology and all the things that we have and so the penguins start this uprising and they they start essentially exterminating the polar bears like all all, all of the the lesser animals sort of band together uh, and they want to take out the people who have been, you know, the predators of the, of them. And uh, he, in, in various ways, without giving away the plot too much, uh, he becomes a cyborg. Uh, His name is Jack. And if you like eighties, cheesy action movies, over the top violence, uh, a little bit of uh, maybe Dragon Ball Z in there with like how some of the art is done, uh, it's right up your alley, man. Uh, it's it's been a passion project for about a decade, uh, and in various forms of uh, motivation and starting and stopping. And I mean, you're you're a musician; you understand how this works. Uh, you get like really into it, and then like you kind of just hit like a block, and then you come back to it with a new like perspective. And uh, like I said, it's taken a couple different forms over the years. And then uh, in the last six months, I have gotten so much done and i'm i'm at a point now that i never thought i would be which is that i'm i'm almost done with a kickstarter campaign it's almost funded um which i was just like is unfathomable at this point to think that i i'm here um uh and i don't know it's just i i wrote it i had the vision i created it uh and then i've had various artists throughout the years who have sort of got commissioned pieces with and then i finally found the guy his name is hugo toronzo um and he's from cuba and we sort of just like hit it off really like like really quickly and i commissioned him to do the piece that you saw and i was like man this is like this is it like you know it's just this is this is this is what it's supposed to be and i it just sort of kind of snowballed from there no pun intended uh and like here we are man like i i'm I'm less than a thousand dollars away from getting it funded uh and it's kind of surreal to be honest and you know we'll see where it goes well it's it it looks cool because it, it reminds me of some of the stuff that i've read by oh i'm trying to think of the writer now um God, why can't I never? Why can I never think of the people when I need to? I had that problem all the time. Don't worry. But um, <laughs> I can't. I can't remember anything. So, but but yeah, it's it's like a lot of these really good indie indie comic book writers or graphic novel writers. A lot, of, you know, it's got that sort of uh, factor to it. So, so you you're like the uh, you're like the the Stan Lee to the to the the guy you were mentioning in being your your jack kirby or steve ditko yeah yeah essentially yes yes i'm trying to think of another one like you know john ramita and, and all that i, I don't, don't necessarily think that um i am a stanley but you said it not me <laughs> i'm i'm just trying to think of a creator like you know yeah martin scores easy yeah. that's a movie director not, not he's a creator <laughs> He's the creators, though. I mean, I'm sure he could do it. But since you are UK based, I will say that, like, I 
shout out to Jim. He backed it. Um, but I, I have a digital only tier because that shipping from the U S to the UK is pretty gnarly. Um, so if anybody is like, like, yo, this sounds like a rad idea again, like you can, you can find it, just look up polar destroyer on Kickstarter. You can, you can pledge 10 bucks, it'd be 10 bucks us. And, uh, you can get yourself a digital copy, any and all support like is deeply appreciated. I'm, I'm at the point now where I have exhausted all, all avenues of people within friendship circles and friends of friends. Uh, it's now completely in the hands of strangers. Um, and that's, that's a scary thing as someone who has poured a lot into this project over the years, especially in the last six months, as far as a monetary is concerned. Um, and like, it's just something I want to see made. It's just like, you know, it's just like, it's my first comic book. It's also his first comic book. It's not his first piece of art, but it'll be his first full book. And I think it's just, you know, I think, I think it's super rad. Obviously I'm, I'm a little biased, but uh, you know, I would, I would love for this to be like for the UK to be like, yo, this is rad. And then like, you know, it sells like gangbusters over there. That'd be great. I'm glad that you said that because I was actually looking at the Kickstarter campaign and thinking to myself, you know, oh, I looked at it and the the different rewards and I thought, oh, I, I saw the poster anywhere in the world and I thought, R- really? I'm not really sure whether I should go for that offer because I know how much postage cost sure. going, yeah. coming from America to the UK. It's ridiculous how much it's gone up over the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Jim's a friend. So like he backed it, he backed the physical and I thought him I'd throw a couple of, of things in there for him just because like I know how hard it is to get it over there. So then I had somebody reach out randomly. Uh they're from Australia and they're like, yo, I would love to support this. But he's like, I can't pay that, you know, that that postage fee. And I was like, you know what? I'll just do a digital only tier. And it really opened up because I got people from Canada, I got people from Australia, I got people from the UK. It really opened up. Um the the avenue of people to 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 do it because you know you want it to be as accessible to as many people as possible so digital is definitely the way to go 10 bucks uh it'll get you it'll get you a copy of it for sure right. you've, you've sold me i'm doing it i appreciate it man but, uh, while we're at it just explain to people how to find that that campaign then for the uh, for polar destroyer and how to back you then on kickstarter and then we'll carry on after that. Well, you li- yeah, you literally you just go to kickstarter.com and you can type in polar destroyer the full the full two words and it should pop up because um, there's nothing else that has that name <laughs> and uh it should take you straight to it. Uh we have until June 18th, 12, I believe, is when the 12 campaign days ends. remaining. Yeah, so 12 Ooh. days as of this recording. Um I like again, I'm I'm in the three digit mark, which is great because I've been in the four digit mark ever since it started. Uh it's less than a thousand dollars. Uh, and if you're anywhere outside of the U S like it'll ship to you. Um, but if you're really just looking to like get in on the ground and like, just really help somebody get something done, $10 is probably your best bet. Uh, just because it's a flat $10. It's not going to cost you any sort of additional shipping fees or anything like that. Uh, there might be tax. I don't know. I don't know how taxes work outside of the U S. Um, but, uh, and you will not be charged unless it is completely funded. So you can put your $10 in now and you won't have to have the $10 in your bank account until the 18th of June. Um, and again, tell your friends, tell, tell your enemies, tell anybody who is like into like helping others achieve a thing. Uh, and it's, it means more than words can express. 
that like there's this many people and that I've gotten this far already that like there's enough people outside because there's you know yes obviously I have my friends but outside of my friends and people there's people who genuinely like are supporting the idea and they're like yeah this looks cool man like I, I'm here to help you know and that, that means a lot because I'm I'm as, as open as I am as a person I'm very what's the word Jacob I'm very it's not negative people can perceive me as a negative um, person uh, I am a realistic person and I view pessimistic. It's not pessimistic because there's <laughs> no, a negative oh, connotation no. uh, in pessimism. I just no, uh, agnostic. No, that's a different, I don't know words. Uh, <laughs> I, I, okay. I'll put it this way. I don't typically ask for help. All right. It's stubborn. just the way yeah, I'll, stubborn. No, stubborn's up there, but also I just, I have a new, I have a renewed sense <laughs> in, in people's ability to help <laughs> others. Right. Because yeah. I, I'm a very giving person, as, as standoffish as I can be, as as abrasive and stoic as I often stoic was the word I was looking for, as I often am. Oh, so, I, yeah, I, I will go like, out of my way yeah. to help someone who I deem worthy to be helped. Right? Like I, I give, I give, I give, I give, and now this is like the first time where it's not anyone's turn to reciprocate but it's like i've put out all this good energy and all this good vibes and i've done all these things and i've helped all these people not for any other reason other than i just genuinely wanted to but now i'm on the opposite end of that for like the first time in my life so it's it's very it's a very strange thing to deal with for me as someone who is like i've put this out into the public and it literally is in strangers hands for it to be made like i can do this all day I can write all day. I can do all these things, but in order for it to be a thing, it is now in the hands of complete strangers who I have to, I'm not good at selling myself. Um, you, I can only lead a horse to water, right? I can't make the water. I can't make the horse drink the water and I'm not calling anybody a horse. Um, you can, if you shove the horse in the water. Right. So. And so I just think that, you know, it's just, I think it's a rad idea. I think the art is great. Um, it is a comic book. So like, Hugo and I, we're putting everything that we possibly can within our means into this. And uh, we hope that people love it. You know, um, the, the, at the end of the day, like uh, full transparency, there is five issues at at minimum that are from, you know, it. there are three different sagas, but like one is, one complete saga is mapped out all the way. It's not completely written, but like, just know, like, this is not the end of, of the story. It will continue various means throughout whatever but we got to get this first one made in order baby to, steps we baby in order steps. to kickstart the process no pun intended again to get it going and, and be a thing in the world sounds like you intended that that pun a little bit but it's whatever that there explained what these two are about their friendship and it was like a mini version micro version of their show just then oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> So have you got any favorite comics or graphic novels that you that you've enjoyed yourself or, you know, you know, what sort of inspiration or do, are there any that have been inspiration for this? I I am the comic reader in the group. Jacob will consume it casually, um, but he doesn't. He's more of a, a, like an anime guy where I'm more manga, comics. Sir? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Either way, yeah, manga is the whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, so, you know, obviously growing up, 
I'm a '90s kid, so X Men and and Batman, the animated series, were pivotal for me in getting me into reading comics. Uh, I've read comics pretty much my entire life. Uh, I go to the comic comic book shop every week, uh, and my favorite comic in general, my favorite character would be Moon Knight. Uh, I also like Batman. I like more grounded stories, uh, like street level guys. Like I, you know, the the big you know events and like like Superman's great, but like there's no relatability to me, and uh, people are gonna get mad if from Superman. Um, I I like I like characters that are vulnerable. I like characters that are flawed because I am a flawed person, and I like to be as much as I love capes and costumes. Um, there's not a lot of inspiration from that front in terms of like things that I would want to write. Um, I've got a bunch of ideas for stories that I've sort of accumulated over time. Um, and this is just one of those like random things that sprouted in my brain and like you riff with some friends on the job and then it just never left my brain. And I thought it was a cool enough idea that I would like sort of elaborate more on it. And then, like I said, over time it has evolved. Um, but like, I don't, the thing about writing your own stuff like the, the downside is that, you know, it has to be kickstarted and, and all that stuff, but like, also I can do whatever I want. Right. Um, and there's the freedom in that is, is kind of crazy. If I had to pick like my favorite, if you like set me down and you're like, okay, I need your favorite story. I adore Batman, the long Halloween. Um, it, it is my version of like, you'll kids from the eighties will point to like the dark Knight returns as like, Oh, this was like the moment where, you know, comics jumped the shark from being like a, a, you know, funny pages into like a serious medium for me. That's what the long Halloween is for me. Um, and it, it, it is at its core, like everything that I love about Batman, it's, it's a detective story. Um, it's, you know, a who's who of the rogues gallery. And it's, it's, one story told across you know 12 issues um it's my absolute favorite like book it's my like favorite batman story my favorite comic story um as a fan of moon knight it's it's been it's been a rough go for the past couple of years uh in terms of everything else but like uh as far as the comic book is concerned it's been fantastic and friend of the show jed mckay who is the current writer uh for moon knight and avengers is actually going to be on the show next week. Again, he's been on our show a couple of times. So, uh, is, but as far as like capes and costumes, no real inspiration from that. Uh, growing up, my dad, a big fan of eighties movies. So I grew up on those. Uh, also another like untapped market for me that most people don't know is I like Westerns, like spaghetti Westerns. Yeah. And so like, I have some stories there that I would like to like to tell with a little bit of, uh, you know, monster hunter vibe into it. That that the that Western thing that reminds me of um, so <clears throat> this is going to be a nasty word for some or a nasty thing for some people Jonah Jonah Hex from the DC oh, yeah. world oh yeah I love uh, Jonah now, Hex dude now I I think I was saying to somebody that with things the way that they are with DC I think they'd do well to try and bring that out as a film again but mm, not not the same way that they brought out the previous attempt at the right. film. Um, but I, I said to somebody that the thing is, you've got the way that Marvel are doing it with their films. And in some ways, I'm not sure how I feel about the, the, you know, 
DC trying to almost replicate the Marvel thing in, in essence. I like the whole idea in, in some ways of DC being completely different and looking at these different things and almost creating like these individualistic films. And then much further down the line, if there's the possibility, they, sh- they should have just carried on like that. And then eventually, if they, they were able to, they could have gone to the, you know, the the crossover events or whatever. But And Jonah X, I think, is the sort of thing where I think DC have possibly got a really good high ground there for creating something that's unique in, you know, comic book related film. Sure. And with with Flashpoint coming out what next week um, and um, set to reset their cinematic universe, maybe they'll get it right this time. I have my doubts, Um, but I am someone who I've hit the age of where like the MCU is not made for me. And my my transgressions aside for how they treated Moon Knight, um, I just people who enjoy it. That's great. But I I I no longer consume anything of the MCU. And I to be honest, I don't really consume much of uh, comic book movies anymore just because for whatever reason, like it just I the quality went down and it no longer became worth my time. You know what I mean? Because like that's a huge investment into like these sort of things. Whereas like with comic books, if you don't like the comic book, you can just stop buying it, and then eventually you'll be able to pick it up again because they're gonna redo it or they're gonna start a new story. Whereas like you know with the MCU, they've they've put 15 years into this thing, and it's like okay, it's not for me anymore, which is fine. So Jacob is less doesn't isn't into the comic book world as much as you. So it's a bit less of a, uh, of a big, you know, pull to, to go into. What do you particularly uh, like then, Jacob? Um, you know, uh, I like, I like manga. That's what I've been into recently. I've been trying to read more because I, I have, I struggle with reading because I can't focus for long. Uh, so I, but I like, I like manga, which is, I guess, I guess it's just the equivalent of like, you know, comic books here in the U S but, um, I know I've been trying to, yeah, watching anime as well. Like I've been watching a lot of anime and whatnot, but I've been trying to, I don't like waiting uh, for things, which is something that, that is prevalent in our, our episodes or whatever. But uh, so instead of like with Demon Slayer, which is like, it's on its current run, really good, got high remarks or high high scores as far as like people loving the episodes. I don't like waiting for things. And so I was like, I'm just going to go ahead. And uh, I ended up finishing it before I finished series. Uh, so I've been, I just got finished with that and I started one piece, which is like, I got a little ways to go. There's like a thousand chapters or something like that. It's ridiculous, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get out very much. I don't read a lot. So a bit of a, of a, oh my gosh, I can't talk a bit of a, of a recluse. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Got a bit of a live reaction here. Are you ready? Okay. Jim Plum says, you ready? He says, when is the next Spaghetti Town Slam Down event? Oh, gosh. Oh, boy. <laughs> this guy. This, this guy. guy. So we did this thing. Uh, I guess we started about a year ago where yep. I grew up uh, a huge fan of professional wrestling. And I thought in my head, so we have this Twitch 
And Twitch is a hard market to like, like sort of tap because of uh, whatever reason. But we're like, oh, what can we do that's different? That's not just like, you know, playing games or whatever on Twitch. Yeah. And I was like, well, we'll just take all of our like, die, like our closest friends that are also like diehard listeners of our show. We'll create them. We'll give them a wrestling gimmick and we will have our own wrestling league but we don't actually play it. We let the computer do it. So everything like we set everything up, but like how things play out is up to the game's discretion. Now it's been fun. It's been great. We do it once a month. That's all we could commit to. So we've had like, you know, we've been telling these stories uh, in our discord, like, Oh, Hey, you know, you remember what happened three months ago when this or whatever, all this led up to our, we had one big, Big event went swimmingly, went whatever. Mm-hmm. The game is not great. Uh, it, it's it's broken. It's janky. It's terrible. And all that makes for fun, a fun experience when you're just watching. And it's like you know this is so stupid and so bad that it's good. But we got to a point to where like everything that could have ever went wrong on a stream went wrong. Like Jacob had done all this work for like you know transition screens and like polls and like all this work going into the Twitch. Nothing worked. We couldn't get anything to work. And then the game itself just flat out stopped working. Like yeah. it would just completely shut off. And yeah. to the point of like, we, 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 you know, we, we were there, we tried to restart it like three times and it just like pretty much killed all of our motivation to even like want to continue just because it's one thing for the game to be bad. It's one thing. It's another thing for the game to be bad and to also not work. So, so we're reworking, that- we're reworking some things. We're thinking about it uh, right now. It's on hiatus. Uh, so the next slam down event is to be determined. Yes, I guess will be an answer to Jim's question. Also, shout out Jimmy, great, love you. Yes, Jacob gave you the short version. I gave you the long version because that's what I do. <laughs> that's how it works on your show. You can't just ask me a yes or no question. I can't. I have a hard time answering it in a simple <laughs> yes or no. <laughs> I guess they answer the question, no. So, uh. <laughs> no, now stop asking us. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, this next one could be for either of you, I suppose. I mean, Alex is the person who's written the book, but I mean, both of you might have advice for people who want to write themselves or to be creative. Got tons of advice. So, you know, give me your advice, Jacob. Yeah, so if you if you want to be a writer, I think the my my main advice would be just to write, you know, every day be writing. Uh you got to be on that grind 24/7. You got to write constantly. <laughs> He's being uh, facetious. No, nah, this is fun exactly, of his parents. This is yes. what I do all the time is like you got to get you got to rise, you got to write. You think you wake up 4 a.m. It's a good day, good time to write. Your brain's going. It's the witching hour, I think. Is it 3 a.m. or 4 a.m.? That's the, the, the witching hour. I don't I know. It's, I think I it's 4 a.m. I don't know any witches. Uh, oh, fair. I do, I actually. But I, 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 I you know a witch? If you I, know I do a know. witch, we need yeah. one for the podcast okay. so bad. This is a weird side, side tangent here, but if you actually know a real-life witch, I would love to have her on the show for Halloween because... Both Jacob and I are entirely convinced that somewhere along the line, someone in my lineage, like 150 years ago, besmirched a witch and they've put like an inconvenient curse on me to where like, it's sort of like Murphy's law, but like nothing is like detriment to my life. It's just that the annoyances of life always rear their ugly head. It's, it's, it's a joke because my last name is Osborne. We call it the Osborne curse where it's like, 
it's now become a bit because it's like, of course, something went wrong because of the Osborne curse. And it's like my 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 dad was the same way. Every time, anytime a project would start, he would spend like, you know, okay, he spent two hundred dollars to fix his car to get one thing fixed, and then something else breaks, or like, oh, we did this. Like, it's just literally, if you know a witch, I'm like 100 percent sure. Like, we're trying to break serious. the curse. Yeah, I, I want to talk to her or him, them, them. But yeah, end of the day, uh, my writing advice <laughs> is just write constantly. You know, just any any idea you've got, write about it, expand on it, think about it. Uh, and that's that's all I got. Alex, what do you got? You're you're you know a better writer than I am. So thank you, um, thank you, Mister Robbins. <laughs> I dude, I don't know, man. I I just I I, I don't know. I, I I honestly just write, just do it, just create it, man. Just just start with an idea. Uh, explore that idea and then get it to where it's a presentable thing to where like you have enough there that if someone was to pick up this thing randomly, they'd be like, yeah, okay. I see where you're going. Then you get into the details of dialogue and all that. I don't, I, I, I wrote a comic book. I have no idea if it's any good. I don't know if people will like it. It's I, I I'm just, I'm, just a little bit further along than, than the average Joe, as far as writing something and making it become a thing. Um, so just don't, don't stop. Just keep working on it. You may come, you may put something down. It's just like songwriting. I assume like you, you have this, this melody that you really like, but you can't, you can't, you know, flesh out the song for three and a half minutes, but you still like this melody. Okay. You like this idea of a polar bear that, um, you know, is kind of like the Terminator. But like, why? Like, why is he a Terminator? Why is he killing these penguins? Like, w- like what? Then you just start. I personally started with an idea and built out from there, rather than just sitting down and writing. Because I feel like if you just sit down and you want to write something and you're 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 tricking your brain into something that becomes work instead of fun. Like you're like, I have to do this. I have to write this story. No, you don't. Unless you're you know being paid to do that, then that's different. Which I'm not. So I don't know. You never know. You might uh, you might get that that sort of uh, you know recognition that you know Brian Brian Michael Bendis. You know he started with a with a self publish that ended up getting taken on by Marvel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. With um, but so uh, just in passing, I'll mention that Jim just said Jim just said. Oh, what what about the the cereal in the shower? And I said we've already mentioned that. I said and just, just wait for the show to come out. <laughs> I told you. I told you. Yep. So, what do you listen to podcast wise yourselves, Jacob? First, um, so I, I he doesn't listen mainly. To I don't. I don't listen a ton. I don't even listen to our own podcast. Uh, I just kind of fallen off with it. I, I've been listening I, as always. I keep up with the last podcast on the left, uh, just because. Like I'm into the, the the weird stuff and whatnot, but um, and serial weird killers, as in like cryptids, that. not weird as cryptids, in like- cryptids, serial killers, uh, just eh, whatever there. So, uh, but that's I mean, other than that one, I don't really have a ton that I, I listen to. Just my attention span's waning as of late. So, I've spoken to a couple of shows that talk about that, like uh, Tracing Owls and uh, oh. Yep, there's a few shows and I can't flipping remember them again. My memory, <laughs> age, age. What about you? I uh, I listen to uh, an epi- uh, a podcast called Tell Them Steve Dave, and it's very much how our show is structured, like where it's just 
conversations, topics, you, you talk about the topics, you kind of move on. Um, if you know anything about Impractical Jokers or the comic book man, they are friends with Kevin Smith of Clerks fame. Uh, it's Brian Johnson, um, Brian Quinn and Walt Flanagan. They just, it's just three, three guys. They just, you know, and they, they're up to like, I don't know, almost in a thousand episodes at this point. Uh, it's been going on for over 15 years. So it's one of the longest running pod, podcasts that I still listen to. Um, I listen to all of my, I shouldn't say all of, I listen to most of my friends uh, podcasts, whether it's the Twisted Cave, the Geek Exploration podcast. Uh, help me out, Jacob. I'm, 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 you talk about blanking. There's just, there's so many people, Twisted that, Cave, uh, that, yeah, that support our show that we, I also reciprocate and listen to theirs. Um, some of those are a little more sporadic in their, in their releases. Uh, and it's fine. Life happens. The Sound of History is one I listen Sound to. Of History, Sound of History, that's another one. Uh, just, try, just trying these podcasts. Pony Town yeah, Beard, just, I think, is the one I've been listening to the most of. But yeah. I'm trying to just get get those plugs out for all of our friends and stuff. Um, but that's about. I mean, I don't listen to a lot. I listen. I my go to thing is music. I, I listen to music while I'm working and stuff. So, um, you know. So, where can people find you and get hold of you, then, guys? Well, Jacob's not on any social media, so you're not going to find him anywhere. Um, I'm a, I got like a, I run a TikTok, so <laughs> you run multiple TikToks. Yeah, I got a, I got a TikTok or two. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Spag Policy Pod. That's S P A G Policy Pod. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. Just look up uh, Spaghetti Policy Podcast, and we should pop up. Uh, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on all of those pl- podcasting platforms except for Google because they blacklisted us and we don't Google's know why. Trash. We don't yeah. we don't know why, we don't know what happened. We were too good. Uh, I, I we honestly we've been trying to figure it out for over 2 years why we're not on there because we were on there and then suddenly we weren't on there and uh I don't know, it shows that we're on there but if you search for us we're not on there. It's a whole thing. Uh, so we're just blacklisted, but anywhere else, Spotify, iTunes. <laughs> oh, I have, a, I have an email. I have an email, YouTube spaghetti uh, at gmail.com as well. You can email me there, probably. Yeah. Um, you can always send us an email, spaghetti policy podcast, and it does not matter what it says or what it's about. We will read it. Uh, no, we will read it. I mean, we might, yeah. I love when people send us stuff. It's great. I really do too. I love like interactions with fans and whatnot, and not even just fans, just people. Guys, send the send them emails with all sorts of like questions and things, and they could probably end up doing an episode answering all of those. We did that uh, episode yeah, two hundred. We had a we had a call in show where people would call in and ask for advice. And why would you ever ask us for advice? But they got it. <laughs> so Discord, go on. Yeah, we have a Discord. I I would have to give you the link because I like I don't know the actual link, but it's what's your spaghetti policy on Discord. Uh, it's a nice little community in there. Uh, we're always just you know shooting the shit, talking about dumb stuff. We do have a thing that we started, like I said earlier, uh, with episode two hundred, where we or episode two hundred and one actually, where one of the weekly bits we do is a uh, is a spaghetti top, top five, and we talk about. Uh, we take a user submitted top five and we make our own list out of that. And it can be anything as simple as your top five favorite fast food hamburgers or as as like nuanced as, you know, the top five anime characters who would be best at doing your math homework when you were in third grade. 
something along those lines. Like it, there is no, there is no rules or ramifications for what the top five is. The more we have, the better. Uh, and we've, then we just pick one and we, we normally let whoever is the rotating third chair go in and f- pick one that they want to talk about. And then we just, we do it. And we typically end the show with the top five and it, it's normally like a 20 minute segment. <laughs> we almost always riff on it. That's cool. Anyway, thanks for speaking with me today, guys. Dude, thanks thank, for having us, bro. Thank you so much for having us. This is a great time. It might sound like I'm rushing, but Alex has to go and do something. I do. I I, I got to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> work. So I guess I should work some today too. Anyway, thanks for speaking with me. Uh, you can find Pods Like Us, uh, just go podslikeus at gmail.com to contact us. And we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening and I hope you listen again to another episode of Pods Like Us. Thank you.